0: There's more to these Olympics, of course, besides the empty seat saga. The world's Alex Galifant is also in London following the Games. And Alex, what's been catching your eye?
1: Well, Aaron, given what you've just been talking about, it's interesting that there's actually more resentment at the privileges accorded to certain sponsors. And this time it's from athletes at the Games. Uh, some of them have been using the Twitter hashtag, We Demand 2012. Um, it's an informal campaign to loosen restrictions on athletes who are sponsored by companies who don't sponsor the Games themselves. And what are the rules for those athletes? Well, as with everything uh, related to the um, International Olympic Committee, the rules are very strict. Only official Olympic sponsors are allowed to promote their brands at the Games. And for the duration of the competition, athletes competing in London are prohibited from using their participation in the Olympics to promote their non-Olympic sponsors. And that includes tweets, blog posts, anything, T-shirts, the works. Is London still buzzing
0: from Friday's opening ceremony or has that excitement dissipated now that the sports are underway?
1: You know, I think, I think people are, are still pretty excited. I mean, there have been some really memorable performances. Today, a Chinese weightlifter, Li Xueying, broke the Olympic record by lifting almost two and a half times her body weight. So, you know, we're seeing incredible performances already. As for Friday's ceremony, everyone loved it here. Uh, you know, even cynical journalists. People are still excited, sure. And, and
0: the city itself? I mean, uh, Britain excited, but Londoners? What are they saying?
1: You know, it's kind of weird. Um, A friend of mine was at the Winter Olympics in Vancouver two years ago, and she told me that that back then the whole city of Vancouver was kind of transformed into a giant Olympic village. That's just not the case here in London. The city is so big, so spread out, that the the Olympic glee hasn't really sort of penetrated every corner of the city. I mean, you see signs and directions for the various venues on, on buses and down in the tube stops. But everywhere else, unless you are actually at an Olympic site... You could wander around and not know that the Olympic Games were going on. It's kind of odd.
0: Right. Now, there's no medal for poetry or uh, sculpture in the Olympics, but there actually used to be, as uh, our listeners may know. Um, Tell us what you've been digging up on that front.
1: Well, the last time the medals were awarded at the Olympics for art competitions, painting, sculpture, literature, and poetry, the last time that happened was at the last London Games in 1948 and I asked uh, a poetry-performing ensemble called Live Canon, they're based here in London, to give us a taste of some winning verse from that year. So the gold medal-winning poem in 1948 was called Laurel of Hellas. It was written by a Finnish poet called Arla Tini. Uh, she was the only woman to have won poetry gold at the Olympics. And here's one of Live Canon's performers, Alex Bartram.
2: Laurel of Hellas, noble born, you tree of honoured name, Reaching over unnumbered years, your leaves extend their fame, and branches high proclaim the pride of one who never bowed, except to place your crown upon the victor's brow. Laurel of Hellas. So you get the idea. That was the gold medal poem. Solid stuff, like the tree.
1: Um, the silver that year went to a South African poet, and the bronze. Well, here's Alex Bartram again with a with a nice little story.
2: Gilbert Proutot was a Frenchman who was competing in 1948. He was due to compete in the triple jump. People thought he was going to get a medal, but he got injured just before, so he couldn't. So he decided to compete in the poetry event in, instead. Uh, and he won the bronze medal for uh, a poem of which this is an extract. Sayé, yeah. j'ai gagné. J'ai gagné. Le monde est à moi. La folie est en moi. J'ai gagné which roughly translates as we made it. I've won. I've won. The world is mine. Madness is within me. I have won. What do you think of that? That's great. (laughs) Madness is within me. (laughs) That's part of Gilbert
1: Proutot's poem, Rhythm of the Stadium, which won the bronze medal for poetry at the London Games of 1948. And we'll have some more Olympic-themed poetry from the
0: performance group Live Canon as the games go on. Alex, uh, what do we have to look forward to uh, tomorrow at the Games?
1: At the Olympics, every day is an embarrassment of riches. Uh, Tomorrow we see the women's team final in artistic gymnastics. There's lots of swimming. And in the equestrian events, there's the last component of the team eventing competition. And a member of Britain's royal family, Zara Phillips, will be jumping on her horse, High Kingdom. The world's Alex Galifant,
0: with just a bit of madness in him. From London. Thank you, Alex. Thanks, Aaron.